Hi, you are listening to An Open Dialogue. I'm Violet Howe. And I'm Todra Kendall. And this week, we're going to be talking about Christmas. And we had originally planned and talked about all of the wonderful Christmas traditions and all of the joys of gift giving and all of the great food we eat at Christmas and all of the pretty decorations. And la, 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 the la, social. La, 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 yes. La, la. <laughs> and as we started talking about it, we realized that both of us are kind of having a hard time finding our Christmas spirit this year. And it's something that we're seeing more and more from, um, from friends and connections, you know, on Facebook or in real life com- in conversations. And we decided that let's talk about that. Like, where is the Christmas spirit? And, um, and have we really lost it? Or is it something that the expectations of what Christmas should be have become so heavy that we can't find what Christmas is. Yes. And, and is it an aging thing? If, you know, uh, I've had people say to me, well, once you lose your parents, Christmas is never the same. And, and I've certainly found that to be true that, that, you know, um, I, nobody will ever, if you, if you have a, a semi-functional family, I'm going to preface it by saying that, and Thank maybe you. I'm not even, um, Christmas will never be the way that it was when you were a child, when you were somebody's child, because I know nobody will ever give my kids the Christmas that I gave them. It doesn't matter who, who they are. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just how it is. And so I don't have anybody in my life anymore who is like, Ooh, I'm so excited to see, you know, I mean, my, my kids are great about it, but it's still not, it's, it's not the focus. And that sounds hardly selfish, doesn't it? But, but, um, and it's not just it's not just a, a material thing. It's uh, no, definitely. Yeah. But I but I also think that maybe even if you do have your parents, maybe as you get older, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just harder. I think that I think that it's just it's become and I'm not going to say it's become very stressful. I think Christmas is always very stressful. Yeah. And I think that we, we tend to not acknowledge that. But there's so much that goes into it with shopping and wrapping and budgeting and. <laughs> Um, parties and holiday obligations and making sure that you get what people want and not hurting feelings and making sure you see everybody and families and there's a lot there's a lot and I think that that you know we build it up through Hallmark movies or Christmas movies or whatever we build it up into what it's supposed to be and for some people, maybe they have that and it's this great, wonderful experience and, and they're all, you know, sitting around the Christmas tree in soft focus. Um, <laughs> but for a lot of us, we don't have that. And I think it's really hard um, yeah. to kind of fake it. <laughs> right. And, and ironically, as I'm sitting there listening to you, I was thinking about the years when I did have that. When I did have, um, I mean, when we lived in New Jersey, that was my life, you know, um, right. what I had, uh, initially my kids were in public school. So that is a crazy time of year. If you have kids in right. elementary school, you know, you right. have concerts, you have cookie baking. Um, I was always a room mother. Um, I had, I had a huge extended family and we had, um, we had like social things that we did as a huge extended family, just about every week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, we would, you know, we would get together to decorate my parents' tree. We went, we took the kids to see Santa all as a huge family. We would do, you know, um, it was, it was huge. I I would donate time. I used to, my mother and I used to go over to Center City, Philadelphia and wrap gifts for Children's Miracle Network to to raise money for them. Um, 
those were some of my happiest Christmases was when I was probably stressed and running around crazy and buying gifts for people and, and just really, really crazy busy. And, and now that we don't, I think that's for me, that's probably the, the biggest change for me is that I kind of feel like it's just like any other, it could be like just other day. I grew up with Christmas being like the most heralded set aside day of the year, you know, like right. there right. were no cars on the road. There were, I, I had magical Christmases as a kid. I will say that I was very, very blessed in that way. Um, and so I think, and, and I'll admit too, and this is for probably about half the country, um, I miss being in a place where even if there wasn't snow, there was the potential for it. It was cold. It was, it was felt seasonal. You know, though today it is cold here, so we can pretend, you know, it's, it's only going to be 59 here. I was going to say, you know, let's, let's preface that by saying, as I look at pictures of my friends up North who are blanketed in snow, our cold is 59, but still I'm wearing a sweatshirt and my hands are freezing. Yes. Um, (laughs) Well, I, I think, um, and I do want to, I do want to very quickly before we continue the discussion, I want to preface by saying that you and I both realize that the true meaning of Christmas is the birth of Christ. And we realize that there's this whole religious aspect to that. We're not um, downplaying that. We're not discounting that. We're not counting that out. But what we are discussing today is the Christmas celebration part, the family celebration part, the decorations, the holiday, all the trimmings that come with the holiday. Um, And so I just wanted to kind of preface by saying we're not losing Christ in Christmas. We're not discounting the part that, that, you know, the meaning of the holiday plays. But what we're specifically talking about is the trappings. Yes. Um, Yes. I didn't have the snow that you had growing up, but I did grow up um, in a situation of really big families and on my mom's side and on my dad's side, my parents were divorced. And so it was a very, um, you know, back and forth Christmas as far as to who I was with. But there was always like a huge gathering at my aunt's house, you know, where everybody was there and there was, you know, opening presents and singing and doing all sorts of thing. Um, singing. I just said singing. We'd never sang. I have no <laughs> idea where that came from. We did not sing. But there was huge, like opening presents and everybody kind of being <laughs> together and playing games. And I had a ton of cousins. Mm-hmm. And then on my dad's side, you know, uh, we would always, we would go to um, my stepmother's parents and there was a celebration there. And then we would go to my father's mother, my granny's. Um, and there was a huge celebration there with like all the cousins and all the family. And I do think that's something that I very much miss. I haven't had that in years. I don't know the last time we went home for Christmas because unfortunately when you are, um, in a situation where, um, my husband and I were both divorced and both of the kids, other parents live here locally, it's much harder to travel for the holidays, um, because you're trying to respect the other, the other parents' family. Um, so I do think that's a huge part of it that I miss, but I always thought growing up, I would have, I I don't know, like I loved the trappings of Christmas, I would say up until a couple of years ago, like it was a big deal to me to decorate the trees in the house that we had before I had two huge trees that were totally different themed. And it was a big process that I loved of putting on the Christmas music and putting on the ornaments, getting the lights just perfect and decorating the whole house and, you know, having lights outside the house and getting everything decorated. I used to have a big Christmas party every year. Mm -hmm. 
And I just find that like, I just, it now feels more like kind of an obligation. Mm -hmm. I think part of it is because the kids are gone away to college. They're not here. And I have boys and I just, they're neither one of them are overly into Christmas and, and kind of, you know, all that stuff. So like, there's not watching the holiday movies there's not a thing on decorating my husband every year when I say let's get the stuff down out of the attic is like what if we just don't decorate this year <laughs> so it's like truly I'm just doing this for me yeah. I'm not doing this for either one of the kids I'm not doing this for my husband it, it's truly just for me and yesterday as I sat there trying to get the lights on the tree and they weren't going on right and no matter how I did it it had I just sat down I was looking at the tree and I'm like I just I don't want to do this yeah. I don't feel it I'm yeah. not I'm just yeah. not feeling it. No, and uh, and and I know that for me it was. It, I, I can definitely tell. Uh, I moved to Florida at the the same. I moved to Florida two weeks after I lost my mother. So I know that 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 was part of the the adjustment was you know that that move down here and and losing that built in. Okay, we do this on Christmas morning. We do this on Christmas Eve. We every year for. Ooh, let's see probably 11 years. Yes, because I think Kate was just about 11 when we left. Um, we had a Christmas Eve party. And when we started doing it, because uh, we, growing up, we always went to my father's mother's on Christmas Eve and decorated the tree after church. And, and it was a wonderful time. It was my favorite time of the year. Um, absolutely loved it. And, and then after my, um, my grandmother was had Alzheimer's and my grandfather was getting older. And so we decided that we would take over the Christmas Eve celebration. And I thought, well, it'll just be family. But I invited friends and I was shocked. We would have this open house and we would have people coming in and out of the house for six hours on Christmas Eve. And it was wonderful. My kids loved it. They just that for them was was everything. And we came down here and, you know, it, it took a very long time before we knew enough people to be able to to do that again. And we did do one last year. Um, I think we did one, uh, we did one when we lived in Apopka. Uh, but other than that, I, this year the kids said to me, no, we had we had Devin shower. That's as much socializing as we want to do this year. We don't want right. we don't want to do that. And it makes sense because, you know, we are we are, you know, we're in the last month of my daughter's pregnancy. We don't want to we don't, we don't want to um, do something where you'd have to tell everybody at the last minute, sorry, you can't come. Um, but it's, it's just, uh, you know, I, I, my son is very much into decorating and into, into that. And he loves to, to you know, he, his Christmas decorations have been up since October in his room. Um, but I still ended up doing it myself uh, this year because he has school and work and, and a life, as he tells me. Um, it wasn't that he didn't want to, it just, it just didn't work out time-wise. And, um, you know, I, I just don't know where I have lost it along the way. Religiously, I don't have any worry about it, um, right. as, you, as you pointed out. And my, because my husband is a priest, we did have a couple years where Christmas ended up to be a little rocky. When he was in parish ministry, uh, that is not a fun time of year to be a minister. I'm just going to come out and say it, and no, people that's can the disagree. Busiest time but of year. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. It was it was terrible. My husband would, uh, the day after Christmas, would just basically collapse because he had just worked himself to the bone. Um, 
up through Christmas and Christmas and Easter are like Super Bowl weekends for oh, anyone in ministry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um and Christmas for whatever reason even more so, I think because churches, at least where we are, have tried to pull in the trappings part. They've tried to get involved in the secular end of it too. So they are they're busy, you know, for the purposes of being busy all during December. Um, and multiple services exactly. and a kids service and a kids program and yes. a midnight candlelight program and a sunrise oh. service. And, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say something too that I know may not be popular, but I, I've actually read about this. And, and my husband and I were talking about this. Uh, when I was growing up, my father had a very strict rule that no Christmas music was to be played until after dinner on Thanksgiving. That was his rule. And I mean, he was strict about it. There were no, there was no Christmas music until after dinner on Thanksgiving. And we have, we pretty much have kept to that, you know, or we did. And I remember the first year uh, we were still in New Jersey when um, a, a station, a local station up in Philadelphia began playing Christmas music on Veterans Day. And oh, they, wow. they just did it for one day. They said, we just want to give you a little taste. And we thought, oh, this is so cool. Well, now we have satellite radio and they start. Uh, basically right after Thanksgiving, they have four or five stations that are devoted to Christmas music. And at first it's like, oh, cool. I love this. But for me personally, within two or three days, I'm hearing the same songs over and over and over. Right. And I read something the other day that said, listening to Christmas music nonstop makes you feel trapped. And it's I, not I good for you. I think a lot you. of it makes yeah. you feel trapped. I mean, I think, yes. honestly, like I've been thinking about this a lot since we decided we were going to focus on the reality rather yeah. than on the follow la 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 I think so much of it feels like obligation yes you know you've got this huge gift list of here's all these people that you have to buy for it's not that you saw something and you thought oh my god cousin Susie would love that it's that oh I got to get something for cousin Susie and I have to get something for her husband Ted even though I don't even know Ted like you know what I mean right. like there's there's like a um I think there's just so much obligation well don't you hate what you to, have to do don't you hate to go to department stores this time of year and they have those tables out of things yes. that you would never pay money for on a regular yes. day but at christmas time you're like what a grand idea someone they would love need this, this. Thing that goes over the edge of their chair to hold their remote <laughs> yes. and their drink and, and you know look it's a it's a, a bank that you throw little coins <laughs> into a basketball goal yeah all these stupid things like yes. it it has very much become commercialized and has mm -hmm. very much become um I don't, I don't know like a contest kind of thing and, yeah. and I think it's Pressure. I think it's it's hard to focus on what are the parts of the trappings that bring you joy mm -hmm. um I love stockings mm -hmm. I love filling stockings I love I get up in the middle of the night and help Santa in case anyone's listening um i don't do it it's santa doing it but i get up in the middle of the night and help santa fill stockings and mm -hmm. i love that now do my 20 year olds and my you know 50 something year old husband really get the kicks out of it that i do no but i like that's one <laughs> of the things that i find joy in is doing stockings and last year our niece stayed with us um christmas eve night and I did a stocking for her. And she was like so surprised. She said, wow. She was like, I can't remember. She's like 34. She's like, I don't mm -hmm. remember the last time somebody did me a stocking. But um, I love the stockings. To me, stockings are magical. And, and I love filling up the stockings. Like each one of our dogs has a stocking. Mm -hmm. And we all have a stocking. And um, the first Christmas that I was divorced, which was definitely a low point, um, my son woke up at his dad's house for Christmas. And um, I woke up 
all alone and woke up very much feeling like a failure in life and in, mm-hmm. in motherhood and in Christmas and in marriage and in everything else. And um, my parents had been here um, several days earlier. They came down and, and spent a few days with us for Christmas, but then went back home, you know, to be with the big, huge family celebration at home. And I, I slept in and I got up and was just kind of roaming around feeling sorry for myself and, and kind of having a pity party of one. And I decided somewhere around 11 o'clock in the morning that I would take the stockings down and fill them so that when Logan got home, he would have, you know, his stocking and, and, you know, obviously Santa. And when I reached up to take my stocking down, my stocking was full. And I get goosebumps just talking about this. It was the strangest moment of literally taking me back to childhood of magic. I mean, this, I was in a, I was in an apartment all by myself without another human being anywhere near me. And my stocking had been filled and I I started pulling stuff out of the stocking. Like, how did this happen? You know, (laughs) Santa, Santa came, (laughs) even though I'm this horrible failure, Santa came, you know, and, um, my father had very painstakingly fill that stocking like one little item at a time while they were there so that I didn't notice it becoming full. And he had filled it in such a way that it didn't look full where it was hanging. And it was, um, it was magic. It was absolute magic. And I, and I still to this day, like I, stockings are very important to me. That's a huge thing to me is stockings and the magic. But I find that, um, the Christmas tree, the house we're in now, we, we downsized, um, and the house that we're in now, my big, huge trees don't fit anywhere. It's got a little tiny tree, and I can't put up all the ornaments, and a strand of our lights is out, so we can't hang the outside lights, and I just feel like there's just so much of it that just feels stressful and yeah. just feels obligated and feels trapped, like you said. Yeah. And I And I wish we could focus more on... What are the things in it that give us joy? What are the things in it that still seem like magic? Exactly. And, and uh, having been dealing this with this for quite a while, I will tell you um, a couple things that I have learned from the last 10 years or so. Um, and one of them is that I really try to be intentional about setting aside time during the season to take care of myself. Um, I, I had back this summer, my daughter had given me for my wedding anniversary a massage. She had had paid for me to go have a massage. And when I got it, this was um, right before Indie Book Fest, uh, they said, oh, we have a special. If you book another one right now, you don't have to choose a date, but just buy it. It's half price and, and you get the Groupon weight, right? And it was, I mean, it was a steal. And I thought, oh yeah, I'll need that after Indie Book Fest. Well, I never had it done. And so tomorrow I'm going to do that. And I know nice. that that will be good for me to, to do that. Um, I try not to go out to stores right now because I can't personally, um, this year, you know, we, we have been in a, in a, uh, challenging financial situation. And, and so it's, it's very hard if you cannot afford gifts to be out in the world where people are shopping. Um, you know, when I go even to the grocery store and they have the sign up at Walmart that says 15 days until Christmas, that is anxiety. That is anxiety for me (laughs) because I have not done anything. Um, we don't have a tree yet. And that, that's something that is, we buy, we buy a, a fresh tree every year and 
it, it just hasn't happened. Um, and I don't know, I, I assume it will happen, but we'll have to see. We may be, if anybody's watched Christmas with the Cranks, we may be getting that little stick that, that they were going to charge <laughs> $80 for. Um, I also, um, I, I try to, I try to give myself a break in a lot of ways. Uh, one year I was very upset. Uh, I was very down. Um, and my best girlfriend listened to me and she said, this is what we're going to do. You're going to come to my house. I'm going to make spaghetti the same way your mom used to make it. And that is not, that, that's this, my mother, um, as a cook was, was wonderful, but this particular thing, she would buy jarred spaghetti sauce and put sugar in it. <laughs> that was, that was my mom's, uh, you know, uh, sp sweet spaghetti, she would call it. And, um, and so Stacy, uh, did that and she said, and you're going to come down and we're going to enjoy that all together. And then we're going to go to celebration and we're going to look at the lights. Neither of us had any, we were, we were both as, as we would say in those days, we, we were just poorer than dirt both families. And she said, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. And um, my neighbor from across the street had given us gingerbread kits. She used to do this thing where she would have all the neighborhood kids over to make gingerbread houses. And that year she'd had a family emergency and, and couldn't do it. So she gave us the, the, the gingerbread that she had made. And we took that down and we did that with Stacy's kids. And, um, and I will always remember that we continue to do that. That's a tradition that we have created and, and come up and stick to every year. And the fact that somebody cared enough about my mental well-being to say, this is what we're going to do, that was a huge, huge part for me right. of, of knowing that. And I think that's, I mean, to sound like, like Linus, that's really what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it, it really is. I think the more, I haven't found a, a complete answer, but I do know that the more I reach out to other people, better it is I think um I think there's definitely something to like I, I think the biggest feeling that I felt yesterday as I sat there and stared at the tree and felt like I didn't want to do this um wow <laughs> I feel emotional saying this um was loneliness yeah you know and I and I have I have a ton of friends that I that I love and I'm very very thankful for and grateful for um, and I have, you know, a, a wonderful family who loves me and, and supports me. And, and, you know, I have my kids, I have my husband, but I do think in celebrating Christmas with little quotes around it, uh, I'm the only person in my household that really gets yeah. into that or, ha or wants anything to do with it. Yeah. And, um, I think that, you know, we don't have a lot of, well, we don't have any family here. So it's not like there's, you know, mm -hmm. family will be visiting or family that'll be coming over that were part of that celebration. And we have friends that like we visit friends, you know, a lot for Thanksgiving or something. But Christmas feels like it's more of a family holiday, that it feels kind of intrusive if we go and are part of someone else's family holiday. And so typically once the, we, either, we either have the kids Christmas Eve and we have them Christmas morning or... Um, we the the other parent has them Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, and then we get the kids back Christmas Day, um, which is actually my favorite. For me, it's much harder when they leave mm. on Christmas, and then you have the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, but when you have that to look forward to. Yes. To them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that because then my husband and I, 
um, can, you know, be romantic and kind of focus on each other Christmas Eve and have a nice lazy waking up Christmas morning with our stockings and then have anticipation of the kids getting there and have like, you know, look forward to the rest of the day. So I like that best, um, which is what this year is is going to be. But um, I just I just feel like. Um, I don't know. I feel like that, that Christmas is so important to me of how I think it should be yeah, or what I think it's yes supposed yes. to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you've said, so, you kind of hit upon a couple things there that I think are really important. And I think that there probably a lot of people can relate to this. First of all, there are a lot of us who are very, very blessed. As I'm sitting here going, woe is me. I can't buy my kids who are, who are 18 to 30 Christmas gifts and I don't have a Christmas tree, blah, 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 blah. I'm fully cognizant of the fact that I have a roof over my head and right. I have a pot of chicken soup simmering on the stove and we're going to eat today and we're healthy, knock wood, and I have a new grandbaby. I, I'm very conscious of right. my blessing. I know right. you are very conscious of your blessings yes. too. So yes. I think there becomes this part of us that's like, what's wrong with me that I can't be joyous at Christmas when I am right. so damn blessed, you right. know? Jeez. And then that becomes this cycle of, of being mad at ourselves, a little bit of self-pity, which is okay. Self-pity has gotten a bad rap, but sometimes you just got to roll in it and say, yeah, I don't like this and it sucks. And you're right. It is when you feel like something is important to you and nobody else is really valuing it, it becomes, well, why am I bothering? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and I think too, like it doesn't, you know, I, I, with exactly what you said, like I know there are so many people all over the planet in our country, in my state, in my hometown, on the street I live on, there are people who have, you know, so much, so much worse situations. And, and I'm not in, in any way making light of, of you know, no, their situations exactly. or, or co- even comparing mine. Yeah. But I think that each of us has our own struggles. Each of us has our own things that make us emotional. Each of us has our own things that hurt or we, we all mm-hmm. have our own scars or our own things that, you know, that come back to us. And um, I don't know, like I know I, I have... Um, a reader who has become a dear friend who lost her father this year. And I know she's really struggling with the holidays, you know, for people that are um, newly in a situation of, of, you know, divorce or separation. And this might be their first Christmas doing this whole Christmas juggle thing with their kids for people that maybe have moved away to take a job opportunity and they're not with their families for people who, you know, there's a family rift or there's a family, um, you know, an, an argument that maybe you're not part of family. There's just a lot of things that can affect your holiday spirit. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, and, and as a nation, we should recognize that we are at one of our highest points of division at yeah. right now. And that yeah. I think can affect a lot of people. I mean, it, we know that it, it filters down to the very basic things. If, if you go out, do you say Merry Christmas? Do you say Happy Holidays? And what are the political political ramifications thereof. I say Merry Christmas to everybody. I don't know. Maybe you don't celebrate. And if you don't, that's fine. Then happy holidays to you. Then, um, you know, happy Hanukkah. I had a a friend once, though, who said, why are you saying happy Hanukkah? Hanukkah's not for another two weeks, or that was two weeks ago. I don't know, you know. Um, And we should be cognizant of these things. But but we, it's it's just, it's just an indication of really where we are that 
we're afraid to, you know, say anything. And that, that creates a whole different stress that we, that we have piled on. So, you know, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year can be the most trying time of the year for a lot of people. And I think it's important to recognize it and to say, you know, it's okay. It's we hear okay. you. We do. We see you. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're there. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I do think that we build up expectations yes. of what Christmas is supposed to be. Yeah. We see the soft focus Hallmark movies. <laughs> we see, you know. Commercials. Uh, commercials you know we we see other people's things on facebook where we're seeing that little glimpse into their their brightest moments um and i think we do compare you know we compare what our family does what other families do um so i think it's i don't know i think it's okay to acknowledge that christmas might not be all it's cracked up to be with the with the trimmings and trappings Mm -hmm. and um i think it's okay just to kind of kind of pull back some and not feel obligated to do it all like it you know does it really matter if the lights are on the outside of the house does it really matter if you have a tree does it really you know what I mean like measure what's important to your family exactly measure what's important to you if it's something that brings you joy then then do it and engage in it or if it's something that particularly brings your children joy or your adult children joy or your husband joy but um I, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like we need to kind of pare it back some I've, and have it be more about people and exactly. connections with people than about gift wrapping and, Definitely. you know, the lights. And I see all these people on Facebook that are baking all these cookies. <laughs> Where do they have time to bake all these cookies? Well, that's something that I kind of put on, on that I wanted to do this year because we used to do as a family, we would do multi-generations would get together and we would bake cookies for an entire day. And we actually have done that. My girls have done that um, the last couple of years. We've gotten together. Now it's harder with Kate in Maine, but she specifically said, when I come home, I want to do a baking day. Um, and then we give away a lot of things, you know, we, we give away a lot of cookies and, and fudge and, you know, so on. Um, and because now we have the oratory where that's a part of my husband's ministry, where we have a service every Sunday at a senior living facility. And I have been, I, part of my being proactive and taking back my celebration of Christmas this year was I said to my husband, I will do an Advent lesson every Tuesday leading into Christmas. And he kind of looked at me like, really? Um, but but he, he has allowed me to do it. And it's actually been really a lot of fun. And I try to um, incorporate some kind of food into it because I found out that our people just love the food. Um, and they enjoy the talk too. But uh, we've been, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about manger scenes and the creche and all the different people who are in there. And um, Jeff Smith, who is a frugal gourmet, wrote a book uh, years and years and years ago, at least 27 years ago, that's about Christmas. And I'm using that as a guideline uh, for both the cooking and that. So I've been making a lot of different kind of cookies. Um, I made a honey cake last week, which was divine. That sounds wonderful. It was. They, they, it called for rose water, but I substituted brandy because I figure brandy is always better. <laughs> <laughs> and it was lovely. Um, and I'm making a, a special swaddling, swaddling babe cookie tomorrow so we'll see but you know um if you know if cooking stresses you out i say you buy those little ones you you know you slice up the things that have the christmas tree in the middle and call it a day um i think that's really what we have to 
what we have to look at is what is bringing us joy, as you as you pointed out, and what is bringing other people joy that we can also um, do without too much stress, um, and uh, and try to pare down what. And, and here's here we're going to go back to what we talked about with our adult children: communication. Sometimes yes. we do things for Christmas and at the holidays because we believe that it's important to a group or to a certain person. And then we find out that they don't really care. Right. <laughs> We're killing ourselves right. for right. something, you know. Um, and that's, that's something else that we've kind of, what we've cut back. It used to be that I gave my kids a small pre-Christmas gift on Thanksgiving. We did St. Nicholas Day where they would put their shoes out and it would be filled with things. And then on Christmas Eve, they opened... PJs, right? So this year I said, listen, guys, <laughs> no, that's, a, that's all going by the wayside. And they were fine. It will probably start it up again with the, with the baby. She'll probably have uh, put out her shoes for St. Nicholas Day in a couple years. Um, but it, it's, it is about saying what's important, what matters, and if it doesn't, why are we doing it? I think so. And giving yourself permission to not do it if it's too stressful yeah. and, and giving yourself permission to feel crappy take a bath um, turn off the Christmas music and turn on I don't know something completely different um, die hard with a vengeance no I'm kidding you, go. <laughs> no, uh, you know it's it's something yeah I, I as I said to you I've been watching um, some of the Hallmark Christmas movies and I, I, I don't even know if they are they're on Netflix or whatever and, and some of them must be quite old because when I've mentioned them people say oh I've been watching that for four or five years but um, it's it's kind of become this thing where I report back to my family and I say well the one I watched today <laughs> they, they get a big laugh out of it but um, you know it, it it's whatever makes you feel good if you don't want to see anything about Christmas then there's the, luckily we live in an age where there, we have a lot of options. You can turn on Hulu or Netflix and watch Dexter or I don't know what, <laughs> what I'm trying to think of the really the antithesis of a Christmas, you know. Um, well, yeah. we would love to hear from you if you're struggling with the Christmas spirit. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you're not, we don't want there. to hear from you. No, <laughs> I was going to no, that was my next thing I was going to say. <laughs> If you are someone who is just pixie dusted from, you know, head to toe with Christmas joy, then talk. we'd love to hear from you too. Share that shit. I'm going to say talk to Violet. Oh, no. Right, right. Um, but now, like, what are some things that, that help you find the Christmas spirit? Definitely. If, you know, if it's a year that you just particularly don't have it. I, I think some years I have it more than others. Yeah. Um, and this year there might be a little bit of like just exhaustion yeah. and overscheduling involved yeah. that I'm coming to the end of a very busy year. It's been a very good year. It's been a very exciting year, but I'm also just a little, I'm a little tired yeah. and I'm a little spread thin. And so, um, I think it's okay. I think, I think it it's okay too. to not be, you know, wearing bells and elf hats. And, um, <laughs> I think it's okay to, to kind of, to be a little low-key some years for yes, Christmas. I agree. We give you permission. So with that being said, we're taking the week off next week we are. for Christmas. Um, we're going to take it off. I'm going to search for my Christmas joy and yeah. Tadra's going to bake honey bread and all this other <laughs> stuff that she does. Bread. I'm going to, yeah. But, um, but we're going to be off next week. Um, we hope that you have happy, happy holidays, whatever your holidays are that you celebrate. 
and we hope that you have um, some kind of human connections that you can make that are enjoyable and pleasant for you. And we hope somewhere in the holiday season, you find a little bit of magic. Definitely. And if all else fails, pick up a book because that can take you someplace else entirely. Well, you can always, yes. and always I find magic in a book. Point out that um, the Christmas anthology in which I have a story <laughs> is 99 cents right now. It's called The 12 Nights of Christmas, and th- you get 12 mm. stories. There you go. There you go. Go pick There's it up. I'm telling 12 you. 12 little moments there of magic waiting go. to happen. Absolutely. So and where can they find that? Uh, everywhere. Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, uh, Nook. Todrickhandle.com. Todrickhandle.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we would love to hear from you, um, whether you're joyous or Grinchmas. <laughs> and um, I guess that was just the Grinch, Grinch us, huh? Grinch like, us. That didn't sound right. No. Whatever. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> So we would love to hear from you at opendialogue1 at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on social media. And we would love to hear that you're listening. Yes, please, please do let so, us know. Please let us know, and we will talk to you in 2019. Yes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. All right, bye-bye. Bye.